to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Two of the program. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself are with you for another hour. We've lost our basketball uh, analyst at one fifteen. Josh Martin has postponed till tomorrow. But we'll muddle through our way through some NBA, Trent, because mm-hmm. you know what? I'm starting to feel I'm a little bit dangerous with this NBA knowledge that oh, I'm really? flaunting. You got it figured out? Well, I don't know if I've got it figured out, but I've certainly watched more NBA than I thought that I would yeah. have. Well, look, it's the playoffs, right? It's that time of year where you find a sport. I know that there's a lot of people out there that uh, – couldn't give a damn about uh, games one through eighty-two in the <laughs> NHL, uh, and that are starting to find uh, find the NHL playoffs. Guilty, 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 right? Yes, yes. I'm the same way with uh, with the NBA. Put it on on Christmas, not necessarily sit in front of the TV the entire day. It's not a locked and loaded. No, thing. but it's background noise. Yes. Um, but certainly the NBA in November, really. Mm-hmm. It's football season. Right. December? No. It's bowl season and still NFL season. Then we get into college basketball. And then we get into college basketball. Absolutely. When will the Big Ten, well, we know the schedule. When Mm -hmm. will they put dates? Because I'm anxious to see if they indeed follow through with the giving us, because what did we have? We had two Big Ten tilts in December last year. It was right after the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Right. And they played basically that weekend. Either played Saturday, Monday, mm-hmm. or Sunday, Tuesday. Your two games, one at home, one away. I don't think it'll be that early. It'll probably maybe even be a week or so later. Will they play before Christmas? I would guess at least I one game so. before Christmas, yeah. Because, I mean, they're playing now before Thanksgiving anyways. Mm-hmm. And they're only going there. I mean, we're talking about two games here. So... I'm bringing up a calendar, December calendar. So Christmas this year falls. It's the 25th, Trent. Every year. <laughs> the 25th, thank you. A Tuesday is what it falls on this year. Right. So I would guess maybe that weekend before, 22nd, 23rd, we can mm-hmm. see something there. When do I, hang on a second, though. When is When do the students leave? Well, they'll be gone. They'll be gone. I mean, Long gone. Yeah. Probably the 14th, I'd guess, is the end of finals. But do you, do you keep kids that close to Christmas, even student-athletes? Oh, student-athletes, uh, they, they don't matter. No, that's true. You, you know that, Ken. That's very true. What am I saying? <laughs> right. Of course they're going to be there. They don't give a crap about that. Right. No, you're going to go if play your basketball. If the Network wants yes. a game on Christmas Day, there'll be a game on Christmas right. Day. You enjoy your time in West Lafayette as you're there for the day before <laughs> and buzzing around that garbage campus. If you need, if you miss the tree, Ooh. there's one in the lobby. You can yes. go sit in one and look at the tree in the lobby. <laughs> Not going to be out there finding any buttes. What about what about the weekend of the fifteenth, sixteenth? That, that would be because the um, championship weekend this year is early, right? I think the it's eighth? the first. Oh, the first. I think it's the first. Wow. Okay. That that does change things then. Because when's Thanksgiving? The twenty second? No, I'm wrong, Trent. I'm wrong. Okay. No, you know what? I'm right. Because Black Friday's the the twenty third, and that wraps up the season. Right. Okay. So December first so is the, it is there it is right there December first twenty eighteen and Lucas Oil. So we'll know the bowl the bowl of the assignments will come out on the second. Mm-hmm. So the ACC Big Ten Challenge and uh, would be the what the weekend of the. I mean, does the Thursday the sixth Friday seventh somewhere in there? Yeah, it'd probably be yeah the. Four through the six or something like I that. I bet you we're going to see basketball. Wow. On the week, somewhere in the week of 10 through 16. So. And then give them, you know, then you play a, a 
Sisters of the Poor right. on the 19th of the 20th, and then you you know let them go home for Christmas. Because there's going to be another Big Ten game. It's, you know, regardless of going from 18 to 20, they were always playing before at some point during bowl season. Because didn't, um, yeah, I know for, for sure I did. I, when I was at the Liberty Bowl, I know Iowa State played, mm-hmm. maybe Oklahoma State. Okay, it was Oklahoma State. And right. Iowa played a game regularly prior to the Hawks Bowl games over the past. So, all right, you got the Big Four Classic. Which is normally oh, I forgot about that disaster. Right in the middle. Is this it for that, the that for that I shouldn't say it's a disaster Iowa I can opt out after twenty nineteen. Which is this which is well, next two more year. years left. And I'm guessing guess. So I would guess this year it's on the fifteenth. I think you're going to see big ten games, two big ten games played the week of December sixth yeah, seventeenth through the twenty third. Or probably you're right sixteenth, because yeah. they play on a Sunday too. Right. But even you play a week game, a midweek game, and then a weekend game. Mm-hmm. So something... did they play on Sunday last year? Was it were there teams that played on the Sunday when um... they, when they squeezed those two Big Ten games in early yes, in December? Yes. So, they, so the NFL they didn't you know be damned. Right? Yeah, right. They didn't right. care. We got to get these games in. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna guess they want to have a little gap between the ACC because there are so many teams that went from everybody playing in the ACC game. Then you got two conference games right afterwards. And I know the coaches weren't enthralled with that. For a lot of them, our biggest non-conference game, and it's followed right up with two conference right. games. So I think there'll be a little bit of gap there if you want to play a sister of the poor to keep you sharp. Uh-huh. Finals week, da 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 da. So that this could be an this could be a pretty interesting month then for yeah. because I was going to play Iowa State. Yep, they got to play the Big Four Classic. Mm-hmm. They got to play in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and then two games normally um, that will be scheduled prior to. Prior to the calendar switching to 2019. I think we have it. So I, December doesn't stink anymore is where we're no, going. No, not at all. They'll play the Iowa State game will be on December 6th, that Thursday, as it has been recently. Mm-hmm. Iowa will take that week off for finals week. Okay. They'll come back for the Big Four Classic on the 15th. Then they'll play Tuesday oh. or Wednesday, probably somebody, and then over well, the weekend. What's the ACC Big Ten Challenge? That is, ooh, ooh. Last year was in the in November, last week in November. Could be the same this year. Mm-hmm. That 27th mm-hmm. through 29th range. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because you said Thanksgiving's the 22nd? 22nd. That's what it's going to be. 22nd Thanksgiving, ACC Big Ten Challenge, the last week in November, Iowa State the 6th, Big Four the 15th, two Big Ten games, 17th through 23rd. Not we a bad month. No, not a bad Paul month. Delaney, you got a, we can you help with scheduling. Right? Yes. We can help with the schedule. Is it Mark Silverstein? I don't know. He's the BTN guy that's uh, in charge of left. the scheduling. Uh, no, I'm thinking oh. somebody else. Mark. Um, no, I think you're right. That guy did leave. I think he did leave. That's the guy that I had when uh, ooh, I had a fight <laughs> with him on the radio. <laughs> when and BTN I, started? Yes. I, I remember because I, I had just moved to town. I had a fight with him, Trent. Yes. And I picked the fight. <laughs> and you know what? I won the fight. Now, in the end, he was right. Yeah, yeah. But I was so prepared for this interview because I thought my stance was no one's going to pay a Big Ten tax. Sure. If you're not in the Big Ten footprint. And I was so loaded for bear because the guy I used to work with at that time, he, I mean, come on. Right. There's no show prep. <laughs> um, but you were ready. I was. And it was, it, he hung up. Oh, really? He hung up as he was, I think, driving to the head back to the Des Moines airport. It was good radio. Yeah. I thought. 
Um, anyways, <laughs> we will come back. Let's take a timeout since okay. we figured out the basketball schedule. Didn't uh, when we j- rejoin the R? I'm not sure we plan on going down this. No, road, not but, at all. Not at all. Um, Speaking of show this... prep, you know we have our big rundown that we right. are meeting every morning at eight. Right. Get a rundown. Mm-hmm. All right. Didn't have that on the list. Wasn't on the list. We'll come back. I want to do some baseball with you because we're going to get to the Bears. At uh, the bottom of the hour, they are the local team in the spotlight today. They draft number eight. It's Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Lock it in. I think it is, Trent. I think you're going to take Well, after it. you call Delaney, get off the phone with him. Then you call up. Very busy segment. Yes. Very busy during this break. <laughs> we'll come back. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. If you're looking for ways your company can give back to the community, get involved with the ARL. Offer employees a day of wearing jeans with the Denim for Dogs program. Or place an ARL donation bank at your counter. Or sponsor a dog cutout and encourage visitors to take selfies with the dog. Visit the Get Involved section at ARLIowa.org to learn about more ways your company can support the animals at the Animal Rescue League. Attention golfers, we've got a sweet deal for you. It's the 2018 Clubhouse Card. The Clubhouse Card goes on sale Monday, April 23rd at 9 a.m. Look for the Sweet Deals tab on this station's website to grab yours. Do you want to have the opportunity to try out Central Iowa golf courses for 50% off? Then this deal is for you. Spring is here and it's your chance to play golf at some of Central Iowa's best courses. When you purchase a Clubhouse Card, you receive a round of golf with cart to each of the courses for 50% of the cost. Try out courses like Terrace Hills in Pleasant Hill, Westwood in Newton, Willow Creek, West Des Moines, Bosland in Pella, River Valley in Adel, and Amana Colonies. Golf season officially starts soon. So what better way to get ready for the season than by purchasing the 2018 Clubhouse card? These cards will go fast, so plan to get yours before they're gone. On sale Monday, April 23rd at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deal. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? 
Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Join Coach Ben Jameson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I are with you until 2 o'clock. 4 o'clock, Jimmy B and TC, 4 to 6 Sports Talk Afternoon Drive with the boys. Jimmy B and TC every Monday through Friday from 4 until 6. Real quick, this is an offshore place, Trent. But uh, Yeah. Uh, to back up our point is when we both feel the draft really begins with the second pick in the draft with the, with the Giants, um, there are, there's a prop out, odds. Mm-hmm. As to who's going to be the second pick in the draft, the shortest price is Saquon Barkley. Okay. So they believe the Giants will not take Eli Manning's successor, mm-hmm. which I believed all along that they would. Uh, just because, but you know what? I'm starting to hear more and more people share your opinion on this quarterback class. That it stinks. That it's. I don't know if they've used the it, word stinks. Well, yet. I, I will say it. This is a terrible quarterback class. Who there who's a transcendent talent here? I I think it's Sam Darnold. You know, you know you know who intrigues me the most? And there's two of them that okay. intrigue me the most at the quarterback position in this draft. Mm-hmm. One more so than uh, maybe that yeah, one more so than the other. Quarter- Josh Allen? Nope. Are you going Lamar Jackson? He's one of them. Well, and that's that's the thing that annoys me more than anything. We've seen just last year this whole back and forth 
with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Look what happened. He's the answer to the question. Yes. Whether quarterbacks that have, that have this similar uh, style can play. Yes, they can. The answer is yes. We believe that they can. Well, we're and you don't have to be two hundred and fifty or sixty pounds like right. Cam Newton, right? You you can withstand. Mm-hmm. And, well, the other one's Baker Mayfield. See, and and Baker Mayfield. This is a question that we came up with last week. That was a guy that I think has probably the most bust potential outside mm-hmm. of Josh Allen. I'm I'm still at the top of that, but I mean I could see that a flame out. Remember when Baker Mayfield, the six foot nothing guy with no arm, mm-hmm. went three overall in the mm-hmm. draft? How ridiculous! It'll be like Heath Schuler. Yeah, you know, a guy like that, like he's Schuler, really. He's Schuler wasn't that good of a college quarterback. No, he's fine. No. What is he? he's a real? He sells real yeah, estate now in Tennessee, right. yeah. I think now. Yeah, um, yeah, but those, those are the two guys, Heisman winners. You know, starred in college, but so did Tim Tebow. Yeah, um, I, I'm anxious to see the because honestly, if Denver doesn't take Quentin Nelson, you know why they don't take him. Because they took a quarterback? Because they took Baker Mayfield. They took Baker Mayfield now. I think the Baker Mayfield's the guy that Elway's just fascinated by. Now, everything that's happening now, you have to be concerned about smoke screens. And, and I heard, Oh, of course. For the last month, you have yeah, to be. I, I heard Adam Schefter talking about this on a podcast last week, and I thought it was really interesting. And he said, at this Adam point— Adam Schefter, NBA reporter? <laughs> that Adam Schefter, yeah. He, uh, But he was talking about, you know, at this point in his career— he knows for the most part, he still gets had. Mm-hmm. He'll put out information and then an agent will call him and say, eh, you, you got it. You, get, you yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. But he said for the most part, you know, he, he knows kind of what teams are trying to do or vice versa, what agents are trying to do. But just the conversation at this point, when you're a young reporter, though, you get played all the time. Oh. And, and as you're scrolling through Twitter and these things pop up, and well, where is this really from? This way you have to be incredibly careful, and, and now this week more than any, is because Baker Mayfield— Misinformation, Trent. You hadn't talked about Baker Mayfield with your Broncos much lately, and, until just now. Yeah, right. So is this—where is it coming from? Where, mm-hmm. And that's what you're trying to weed Well, through. and don't forget what, what PA said, too. And not that I'm not sure that Paulie spends a lot of time focusing on Denver's draft, but— he does know where the quarterback that led them to the NFC Championship ended up last year. Right. And he's convinced that Case Keenum is a one-year guy, and the, he's going to lose his job next year to whoever Elway drafts at five this year. Right. And Darnold's going to be gone. And I'm not sure Rosen – see, I think he – Rosen, that's the concussion things, right? That, that's yes. the big red flag with him. Uh, I don't know. Going to be fa- It's going to be a fun week, but, but to your point – don't necessarily go with what you hear, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is the latest this week because there's misinformation out there, to say the very least. So Thursday night, we'll get going. Mm-hmm. The Browns will do something dumb, right? And what's that going to be, Josh Allen? Yeah. I mean, could Josh be. Allen or surprise everybody and... and well, you said take Barkley first overall. That's not... Du- that's You know what... The, I'm not sure if you were being serious when you. No, I was. I was because a I love Saquon Barkley. I think he's going to uh-huh. be a stud. I think he's going to be incredibly good, and he's going to be a star in the league. Now, will it be only four, five, six years? Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of the shelf life anymore of a running back, maybe. But what about Michelle? Or what about the two Georgia kids? Is, is Who do you that, like more? I don't know about well, that's. But I I like them. Do I like? But you it, don't get both of them. No, but do I like Barkley? Is Barkley head and shoulders? 
above these two kids? Yes. Is he really? Yes. He didn't even get invited to the Heisman. He's 6'2", 225 pounds. He's huge. He's athletic. He he jumped over stinking uh, Joshua Jackson. And at that time, is go ahead and give him the Heisman. Right. right. But but in November, I mean, his arc of his final season in college football. Got dinged up. Got Mm -hmm. dinged up. He he carried carried a football team. mm -hmm. That's what he did. Right. In the NFL, you're not going to have to carry at the same kind of level. Mm. He's going to have more help. Well, maybe not with the Browns. The NFL's going away from taking running backs that early. Hunter Fournette worked out pretty good. Yeah. Adrian Peterson worked out pretty good. Trent Richardson didn't. No, that was a bust. That was a bust. Yeah, yeah that was a bust. You don't do that. You don't don't take uh, running backs that like to sit and play Xbox. And, and, and who took them? The Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Mm. Though, though that trade, Mike Lombardi, that trade that he made, remember when the Colts gave up a number one for him? I don't. He was on the – I mean, he was – Oh, I do remember. Yes, 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 yes. yes. For Richardson, you're talking about. Yes. Yes, I like do remember five, that. Four or five. It was stupid. Oh, and everybody. Oh, right away it was. Oh, look, with Colts now pairing him with Andrew Luck. They, they, he could have been, uh, they would have, maybe a fourth or a fifth, and they would have yes. taken that deal. No, I do recall rather. that, as you mentioned. Look, we've been trying to do this for the last half hour. Let, let's spend a couple of minutes on this, because um, as I was watching baseball this weekend, and like you probably did, did a ton, you know who's really come out of nowhere to me? Remember, remember Gabe Kapler, the start that his Phillies had? Yes. And, and the Philly fans trying to run him out of town. And his team talking behind his back in the clubhouse, you know, that they could be pretty good if the manager stays out of the way. Don't look now, Trent, but they're in a flat-footed tie at the top of the uh, National League East. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, Washington, and by the way, Jeremy Ellickson last night. Good again. Good again. That's an understatement. He was okay that first start. I watched a lot of that uh-huh. one last week. Got in trouble in the fifth inning. The pitch yeah. count was up to about 90 last night. Uh, and it was, I don't want to say, cheap double down the right field mm-hmm. line. But it was, you know, it wasn't. Um, but, yeah, he had a little trouble in the first. But then, boy, oh, boy, he was shutdown mode. Which is good because I think uh-huh. the Nationals are going to be fun to watch. I mean, Bryce Harper. And they're just an intriguing team to watch. And if you're looking random game that doesn't have any much local interest. That's always something that seemed to mm-hmm. pop onto my TV. That Sunday Night Baseball crew, by the way, is growing on me. You liking it? I'm starting to like it a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, I do. And I and Jess Mendoza is really good. She is. She's really good. And A-Rod's uh, kind of, you know, coming into his role a, a little, little bit. A little more comfortable? I think he is. I mean, that's how I... Do, do you hear the same thing when yeah, you're listening to yeah. him? Because there are times at the beginning Ooh. where you wouldn't hear from him for... Ten minutes. I, I remember saying the after, uh, opening day, they did a game. This crew did. I think might have been at Dodger Stadium, and I didn't even know he was part of the broadcast. And I probably watched. I don't know a couple of innings, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't hear a peep. I thought it was Viscurgeon and Jess. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. She has, and she's grown in her role too. Absolutely, that's what I was going to say because it was early on. They're trying to squeeze her in. Yes. That's it, how I it took felt, it, too. It felt forced. It did. It felt pushed. Mm-hmm. And, and she'd make some good points, but now she's just so comfortable. Yeah. Pertinent information. Mm-hmm. That's what I... My, my color guy, I want to bring pertinent information, not just talking to talk, or to be a goofball, to be Kruk. You know, I love Kruk. <laughs> right. He, he was a goober, and uh-huh. that, that's fine. And in that role, and once a week for the Sunday night game, you can have that. But if it's going to be more of a, an X's and O's, if you will, kind of person, that was Jessica Mendoza. And it just, it felt forced. It felt it did. uncomfortable at times. It mm-hmm. just, it wasn't working. 
Now she's outstanding. Glad they kept her, Trent. The, the Bartolo Cologne, that was the most Sunday night baseball I watched all year. <laughs> yeah. She was so good. And, and that was my, and I didn't bring it up at all last week, but now that you said that, popped right to my head. Exactly. Did you see thought. Bartolo Cologne uh, outrace somebody to the bag this weekend? No. He did. He had to cover first. And I don't. Um, he could move for a big fella. Yeah. He got down there in a hurry. I, I don't remember who was running. I don't. But it was somebody that, you know, he's going to swipe some bags. And he's like, come on. Buck. It's got to be embarrassing. It, it, it would have had to have been. <laughs> um, but back to the Phillies for just a second. I don't want to spend a ton of time on the Phillies because sure. we're talking about the Phillies here. But Arietta this past weekend, mm-hmm. no, uh, Thursday night, thir- well, his last start anyways, double-digit strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you kept hearing from guys like Cappy and everybody that they want. Cubs wanted Darvish. Arietta they deemed expendable, and that's how they went. Um, Darvish is struggling with the, the beginning of his Cubs tenure, and Jake Arrieta had a hell of a game the other night. I know that Arietta's like this, right? He's really good in April, yeah. But then the fatigue on that arm kind of takes over, and we see, uh, you know, the middle of the season. It's, it's um, you know, the results speak for themselves. But man, Phillies are pretty fun to watch. What if you, for a guy like that, that you see last year? Of course, he had the DL stint with the uh, hamstring, right? I don't remember what it was, and. But... What if you just understand that there are, there are many guys, in fact, probably most guys, they're a lot better with 27 starts as opposed to 34. Mm-hmm. And we're hearing more and more about 16 bullpens. Mm-hmm. We're hearing you know, th- or 16, uh, six-man rotations. If you just go into the year and decide, we're going to give him a break sometime May, June, another one, end of August, and just we're going to use that 10-day DL now, a lot different than the 15-day DL, Make it part of keeping these guys in longevity and the amount of money that you're paying. I think it makes a lot of sense. I would uh, buy into that wholeheartedly, especially in his case, Trent. No doubt about that. All right, we're going to talk about your Bears coming up. Okay. Jeff Hughes, the Bears blog. Um, What's he going to say? Who's he he going to say should be the pick? Well, Jeff is an optimistic guy, first of all. Mm -hmm. So he'll be believing probably whatever they do. But I would say... I've seen some stuff. He's he's Quentin Nelson like you. Yeah. He's okay with Quentin Nelson. I think he should be. I think whoever team takes him should be. We'll be back with that. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the front of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. 
Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store for O'Reilly Universal Pre-Mixed Antifreeze and Coolant for only $6.99 a gallon. Protect your engine from overheating with O'Reilly Universal Pre-Mixed Antifreeze and Coolant, now $6.99 a gallon at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Bacon Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent is here, as he always is. Uh, Him and Jimmy B will be back this afternoon from 4 until 6. A little sports talk on your afternoon drive. Uh, Well, we've done last week, Trent, we did the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. We had PA in here to do the Vikings. We said we're going to get the Jeff Who's very early in the week, and we're living up to our word. The Bears blog, he joins us to talk about the schedule, talk about the upcoming draft, etc. with Jeff Hughes. Jeff, Trent, and Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you? I am doing very well, guys. Good to talk to you. Good to finally get this draft thing over with. Yeah, I guess we'll start there. I do want to get to the schedule. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, as, as a full disclosure, as a Broncos fan at five, if John Elway steps to the or sends in the pick to the commissioner and commissioner walks across the stage and with the fifth pick from Notre Dame, the Denver Broncos select Quentin Nelson, I will be giddy. And I'm not a guy that gets that way when they take offensive linemen. Uh, at five, um, but boy, he looks like he could be this guy he just placed there on on the offensive line for a dozen years, and count on numerous Pro Bowls and some All Pros sprinkled in. But uh, he may get past them, and I'm seeing a lot of him to the Bears. Does he move your needle, Jeff Hughes? There are two players in this draft that, when I look at, I say these are day one starters, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be hallmarks of your franchise for a decade. And they're a guard and an inside linebacker, the two least Mm. sexy positions in the NFL. Quentin Nelson is going to be a star in the league for a decade. And I just think this idea that it's too high for a guard is, is antiquated. Since the rookie wage scale has come into play, those value charts should be different now. Are you telling me right now that if they redrafted, Zach Martin wouldn't be a top-five pick? Of course he would. Of course he would, because we're seeing now the athleticism of interior linemen. They're being asked to do so much more than they used to be asked 20 years ago. So, no, I'm with you 100%. And I think there are two or three teams ahead of the Bears who should take Quentin Nelson right now. If the Colts don't understand... That, that priority number one is protecting Andrew Luck. Quentin Nelson's going to be right in front of him for 10 more years. Um, if he gets to the Bears, I think they should absolutely take him. I think the fact that so many people think they're going to take him leads me to believe they're not. Because, if anything, Ryan Pace has been the most unpredictable general manager when it comes to the draft over the last three years of the entire league. So, yes, he moves the needle. The other guy is Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. I, I think those two guys are going to be stars for a long time. And if either one of them's a Bear, I'd be thrilled as a Bears fan. So you got a couple of guys up there. Is, is there a stay away, a guy that's been predicted, mocked to be in that eighth spot that you're concerned about if the Bears would select that? You know, I, I don't know if it's concern because they're all crapshoots. Let's be honest. I mean, half of these guys are going to be are going to stink. A third of them are going to be out of the league in two years. So... But I, I am getting a little bit antsy about these players coming into the draft without positions. When I hear Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be a really good pro, but we don't know where he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Well, how the heck does that work? He's going to be a really good pro doing what? Um, Edmonds is this guy, superior athlete, tests through the roof. But I watched some games he played uh, at Vatech, and he's not on the, you, know, you don't see him for large chunks of time. And, if you're going to be a premier edge rusher in the NFL, 
find me a premier edge rusher in the NFL who didn't dominate in college. You're not going to find many of them. So I just get wary of Denzel Ward is another one. Derwin James is another one. These guys are going to be first-round draft picks, but I look at them and I want to know, where are they playing in the NFL? Because if you're going to make the eighth pick, going to be your slot corner. Well, that just feels crazy to me. That's, that's a guy who's going to be on the field for 30% of the snaps. So what I want with the eighth pick, what I want with any pick in the top ten, give me a guy who's going to play every down as a rookie. That's what you should be looking for with an early pick. After the first round, you can find anything. But that, that first pick should be a guy that you're going to put in your lineup and you want to write him in for a decade. Mm. Uh, let me ask you this. Here's a hypothetical for you. Say Mitchell Trubisky was coming out this year. Where do you think you would fit with this group of quarterbacks? Three of them, potentially, uh, could see their names come off the board within the top four picks. Where does Trubisky fit amongst this group, would you think? I'll give you two answers to that question. It's a great question. Uh, a friend of mine is a general manager in the league, and I asked him the same question. Uh, he believes Mitchell Trubisky would be the number one quarterback in this class. He also doesn't believe this is a very good quarterback class. He thinks it's the most overrated class in a long time. He doesn't need a quarterback, so he can also just say that. Um, I think Trubisky would be, first of all, he wouldn't get past eight because we know the Bears are in love with him. But there were so many teams like the Saints, like the Chiefs, last year who were head over heels in love with Trubisky. And I think from a, he is a more accomplished Josh Allen. He's a big, tough, strong kid. Uh, I think he would certainly go before Darnold. He would certainly go before Rosen. Uh, and then forget about May- Mayfield. He would go way before Mayfield. I think Allen, and again, I think Allen is, is really the wild card of this draft as well because, my Lord, you're taking a quarterback uh, high in the draft this year who just does, does not have a good college resume. Uh, we know he has all the physical tools, but he, doesn't, he didn't play great at Wyoming. And I, I keep saying to people when they compare him to Ben Roethlisberger, you have to go back and watch Ben Roethlisberger in college. He was terrific. You know, Joe Flacco played at Delaware similar type school. He was terrific there. Uh, Carson Wentz played, played at, 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 at Dakota. He was terrific. So don't tell me these small school guys can't produce because they're not surrounded by superior talent. This has happened time and time again. Josh Allen hasn't produced. Sam Darnold throws a whole lot of interceptions. Josh Rosen has a concussion history. Baker Mayfield does not profile as an NFL quarterback. I think this quarterback class is inherently flawed. I wouldn't go near any of those guys early. But we know how the draft works. We know how QB-hungry these teams are. and We know they're all going to come off the board quick. Speaking of quarterbacks, Jeff, uh, reports last week, Mitchell Trubisky, very excited about the coaching that he's getting right now from Matt Nagy. Uh, That story when it came out, not going to lie, taking away my my commentator hat (laughs) and just looking at it as a fan, I was kind of giddy. Well, I mean, the way he phrased it just Mm -hmm. made everybody laugh because – Mitchell couldn't say what he believed last year. Right. I mean, he couldn't say that he wasn't being well-coached, and he was never prepared to play last year. Uh, the, the, the Chicago Bears last year, and I've told this to many people, and people seem skeptical, they never intended for Mitch Trubisky to play a snap last year. They were blindsided somehow by Mike Glennon being as bad as he was. And then when, when Trubisky came into the, to the lineup, they never adjusted the offense to what he does. They never went and scripted out plays to fit who he is as a quarterback. So he was basically pigeonholed into the Mike Glennon offense. The fact that there is a phrase, the Mike Glennon offense, can tell you why the Bears are picking eighth this year. What I would say is 
he's excited because Matt Nagy has been in touch with him since he was drafted. Matt Nagy went out and got Mark Helfrick and got Brad Childress and got and kept Dave Ragone. And now they are building a team around what he does well. And for a kid like him who wants to be great, that has to be just the most exciting thing in the world, especially considering a year ago he had a coach who could, who could care less about his success and basically said as much. So, listen, I, I think, as I've said to people in the past, I think if you're expecting the Carson Wentz leap or the Jared Goff leap, that might be a bit much. But I think he's going to take a substantial jump in year two, and you're going to start to see what the Bears see, which is a future star quarterback. Hmm. Uh, Jeff Hughes is our uh, guest, a Bears blog. Uh, Jeff, he's never he hasn't coached a game with the Bears yet. I, I just get the sense that um, that the fan base, and maybe it's just because I'm too close to Trent for a couple hours a day, five days a week. Um, they're enamored with this guy. I mean, uh, the Mark Trestman era seems like a long time ago. Uh, we know what happened to John Fox. Uh, even Lovey Smith, um, it, it just seems like maybe maybe they got this one right. I know he hasn't coached. We haven't seen him on the sidelines blow a whistle yet. Yet it seems like um, maybe this is the right guy. Well, first of all, as someone who writes about the Chicago Bears every day, the Mark Trestman era does not seem like a long time ago. <laughs> it seems like it was yesterday, and I still dream about it at night. The he, Matt Nagy has done so many things right already. He's enthusiastic, he's young, he's vibrant. All that's great. But what he did was he made sure to keep Vic Fangio. So the Bears fan knows the defense that has gone from the worst in the history of the franchise five years ago to now a top-ten defense, that defense should still keep progressing. Uh, Now Matt Nagy has a very simple job. He has to turn them into a good, solid offense, and they've attacked free agency in a way that shows you they're serious about it. They've added premier pass-catching weapons. They, they've done everything right to this point. But let me tell you something. If they go opening night to, to Green Bay and get blown out, all of this fanfare will die down very quickly. He's going to have to win. Now, they don't have to win a Super Bowl in year one, but this team cannot be 5-11 and 11 next year. They, I don't even think they'd be 6-10. and 10. They've got to be hovering around 500. They've got to be playing meaningful games in December. And if they do that, then I think these, the way the fans are feeling about him will will be paid off. But for right now, uh, I would say he's done everything right to this point, but ultimately none of this matters when you get to September. After that number eight pick for Ryan Pace, what, what are your anticipation? What else is he targeting, position groups, even a name or two if you have them? What do you think we're going to see a little later in the draft out of the Bears and Ryan Pace, the GM? My guess is defense at the eighth pick if Quentin Nelson's not there. My guess is wide receiver will become a, a focal point in that second round, though don't be surprised if he tries to trade deeper into the second round and get more picks for later. Uh, I think they'll take a shot on an edge rusher at some point. It's not a very good draft, apparently, for that position. Uh, and he will address, if Quentin Nelson's not the pick at eight, look for them to target in the mid-rounds interior of the offensive line. They love Cody Whitehair. He's going to be the center. Kyle Long looks like he's getting healthy. They expect it to be healthy this year. Um, they've got some good, some good veterans when it comes to the middle, but I think they'll be looking for an interior offensive lineman, certainly in the mid-rounds. At wide receiver, you know, a guy like James Washington, a guy like D.J. Chark, a guy like uh, Moore out of Maryland, if those guys are there early in that second round, I think they'll make a move and get him. They let Cam Meredith go for a lot of reasons, but the number one reason was they didn't trust that his knee would be back in shape 
for the summer, and they want a full summer of work with their guys who are going to be contributors. So I think wide receiver will be a target, and don't be surprised if it's early. Let's uh, a couple of minutes on the schedule. When they when they came out last week Thursday, the thing that jumped off the the uh, uh, television to me when the Bears schedule came up was the month of December uh, at Giants, home to Rams, home to Packers, then at Niners, at Vikings to end up. Uh, December is um, it, it's it's tough. <laughs> um, it your, tough. Your thoughts when when the schedule came out? Uh, what were a couple of your first thoughts? Uh, the, the, I think the, the finishing on the road. Uh, when you're the Chicago Bears, you want to be home in late December. Mm. You want yep. the Minnesota Vikings and what's going to be a pass-crazy offense to have to come into Soldier Field and play in the conditions. And this is now the third consecutive year the NFL is sending the Bears to Minnesota to finish the year. I don't understand how that happens or why that happens, but I don't understand much of what happens with the NFL. So this seems to be their new approach. Um, I think it's a pretty balanced schedule. I think they have an opportunity to start off in the four and four, five and three range over those first eight, but I think the, the last month is pretty brutal. You never know. There's always injuries. There's always, you know, there's, there's a host of things that occur over the course of a season. But uh, I don't love the bye week in week five. I think that's really early, and, and it doesn't do you a, a whole lot of good that early because you just, you want that somewhere near the middle of the, of the season. So, yeah, it, it, the schedule's fine. I don't love that they don't have a. a Sunday at one game or Sunday at noon game till week three. That sort of disrupts my whole approach to football. Mm. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's a difficult schedule. They have difficult opponents on it. This is not a schedule you look at and you see 10 wins or 11 wins. But I, the schedule shapes up for them to be relevant at the midway point. And I think for a franchise that has struggled for these last couple of years, struggled mightily, that's something you can sort of hang your hat on. They should be relevant after eight games, and if they're not, something's gone wrong. So uh, the Thanksgiving game, uh, getting the Lions, we, we see it, seems like, what, every three, four, five years, uh, they jump on there. Do you like the Thanksgiving game when the Bears are involved? <sighs> it's, that's a complicated question, Trent. I have to deep it, dig into my family, uh, my family <laughs> situation. The, the, I, I don't mind it. I, I'm glad it's the early game and not, not the night game because it's just a, it's a grind to go through that whole day. You're with your family. You're having drinks. You're eating a ton of food. You know, and then 8.30 at night, you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be all excited for a football game, and it's just hard to manufacture that. So I think it's fun to do it every couple of years. I, wouldn't, I would hate doing it every year, and I don't I know how the Lions and Cowboys fans go through it. To me, it just seems more of an annoyance than anything else. But um, – I'd love to see them win the game. I'd love to see them win a game in front. That'll be their first time in front of a national audience since week two of the season. So they're going to have about eight weeks where they don't play in front of the national audience. I'd love to see where that franchise is coming into that game, and maybe it'll be a coming out party for for Matt Nagy and the New Look Bears. Good stuff, Jeff. We'll, uh, if your schedule allows, we'll recap uh, draft weekend with you a week from today. Thank you, Jeff Hughes. Appreciate it as we always do. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Jeff Hughes, the Bears blog, joining us on the uh, Stephen Fuller uh, hotline as we talk Chicago Bears, one of the locals. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that, Trent. Uh, I knew about December, but back-to-back prime timers for them. Yes, open up the year, and then they're done, unless they're flexed into something later right. on. It's uh... And the Pack, because Sinekin told us that the Packers wanted to open their historical season at home, so they get their historical rival yeah. to, to kick off uh, the season, Sunday Night Football. Then the following Monday, they're, they're, they're home opener against the Seahawks, MNF, at Soldier Field. 
more winnable than you'd normally Oh, totally agree with you. I think, you know what, I think that's something that the, unless we're completely wrong, which God knows we are more often than we're not, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it's going to take an adjustment when people are talking about the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Because we've had them at this level for the past handful of years. I think they're coming down a few pegs. Might get some value early in the season. Picks Excellent way of looking at it. Coming up. We are just, well, how many months away? Too many months away. Four months away. Four months away. Uh, we're not uh, that far away, however, from games tonight that are very impactful. Yeah. Uh, Houston tries to take a 3-1 lead against the Wolves. What will you be doing in that one? Can Minnesota, who had a really nice win on Saturday night in front of the home folks, Wiggins is into the playoffs. He's a different yes. bird in the playoffs, is he not? He's been locked um, in. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns finally got going. He missed the first two games. Well, he was there. He just kind of missed them. But they doubled him, and he and he was much better. Butler had a great game. And Derrick Rose is drinking from the fountain of youth. Don't look now. Well, we saw Dwayne Wade do that in game two. Yeah, we did. Good point. And then, oh, yeah. Right. It's not supposed to happen. Probably going to see the same out of Derek Rose. Yeah, that's tonight. what you think tonight? Yeah, I, th- I think the Rockets are going to get it done. The spread He's is... still only 29. That, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That, that absolutely is. 29. Seems like that's he's what 39. I thought. That's what I thought. He played like he's 39. Right. It it went... F- well, I don't know the injuries, right? I mean, right. you've you got to have your wheels underneath you, and he doesn't. Um, what's the number on this? Six. Six. I guess I'm laying them. I think you have to. But I'm not overly confident with it. All right, how about the how about the other game? Oklahoma City, Utah. Utah leads two one. You'll have to tell me how this one. I don't think I'll you're not so going to make it. I, well, I'm, I'm... nine thirty start, which is actually like nine forty two. Right, as always is, isn't it? Right. So you're, I mean, it's it'll end after midnight. Mm-hmm. No chance. No, 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 no. Chance. no chance. But there's nothing else on. There's really not a late baseball because the Twins play early. They do. Both NHL games should be over unless we're we're uh, one that's going to about their fourth overtime period. Right. Um, I, I looked at the baseball schedule. I don't think there was anything late. Washington, San Fran, maybe, because I right. like that Washington team. We talked about Hellickson earlier. Boy, yes. he was locked in. He was. Locked in. Um, eh, maybe. I just might call it a night after the um, after the Wolves. And but you got to get rested NHL. up for your Jets. I mean, that, It's coming. There's going to be some late ones, and there's no... There's no ducking in early. And you what know, if you get a three overtime? Yeah, well, I hope that these two teams, uh, as we said, I, I think they're the best two teams in the NHL. So uh, we don't know when the schedule is going to come out. Right. But if it's Thursday, I mean, a Central Division team is going to start at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. That stinks. For you. For me. Right. I like it. Do you? I'm a night owl. So. Yeah, I know you are. I, know I, I like that. But something mm-hmm. interesting to watch later, I'm into that. All right, so let me ask you before we run out of time, because yeah. I want to get yours and Jimmy B. Um, twins, can they get back in the win column tonight? <sighs> and what's the pitching matchup? I guess Water I should... is he's on the bump. Oh, against? So, against? That's a good question. Who is it for? Because they're going to uh, put somebody else out there, Trent. For the Yanks. It is, oh, Tanaka. Tanaka, who hasn't been great. no. This is Yanks are playing well. Took three out of four from Toronto. They did. The Twins. Did you see their loss Friday night? Remind me. Zach Duke not getting his foot on the bag. No, I did not see Two that. outs. Flipped it over to Duke. You're kidding. Couldn't find his foot. Game-winning run. Is that how they ended? Yeah. And then Cargo yesterday with the home. Boy, he was... Uh... Wonder what the, he was pimping. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen when the... Because the Rays haven't been to the Target Center yet, right? No, have they? no. Or Target Field. Um yeah, because that if that one if had there been another inning <laughs> or another game, yeah. I'm just wondering how that would have been received the next two times. If well, if there's a distance, oh, you know what? Cause I did hear. I think they don't come back to 
Oh, I'm getting my series confused. Okay. I don't remember. I was going to say July, but then I thought that might be Colorado and the Cubs. Watched a lot of baseball yesterday. Oh, this Did whole you? weekend, actually. I watched a little Iowa baseball against Minnesota yesterday. Where was that on Big Ten, Ten Network? Yep. Watched that for a while. Took a little, got a little fifteen minute siesta. Mm-hmm. I love Saturday. Uh, and, and the Hawks won yesterday, right? They did, yeah. After losing the first two, had leads in like three different innings in Friday night's game and couldn't get uh, anything generated on Saturday. But a necessary win. Michigan's undefeated in Big Ten play. Hawks still have Michigan. Their beginning schedule, the Big Ten, mm. has been ridiculous. Everybody that's good, they've played. They, they've kept their head above water, but they're going to have to get right at the end of the year against Northwestern, Penn State, the teams that are at the bottom. They're still looking good to at least make the Big Ten tournament. Top eight teams uh, get there, but they still got some work to do, and they get to see Michigan. They got an out-of-conference uh, series against Oklahoma State, so plenty of opportunities for good wins, but still work. Because it's always fun in May when we get to see the Hawks in the Big Ten tournament and then the NCAAs coming uh, kind of a rite of spring, if you will, getting to see that and something else for us to talk about. Which is always something good. to check off as we move yes. slowly towards football. <laughs> uh, you and Jimmy B today? Uh, we got Wolfgang stopping by. Going to talk a little NBA. He was going crazy on Twitter. MJ versus LeBron debates. What, what's uh, what, who's his guy in the debate? Or does he think there should he, be a debate? Well, he's back and forth. Some days it's LeBron. Some days it's MJ. It, it, you never know where it's going to go with Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. Tom Caker's going to be stopping by and talking some baseball with Matt Snyder from CBS. So. Busy show on your drive home from 4 until 6. We will be back tomorrow at noon. Zuba Mahente joins us in the 12 o'clock hour from ESPN and his weekly spot. We hope you can join us as well. If you missed any portion of the show, you can catch the podcast. KenMillerShow.com. Simply click the podcast link. We are out of here. Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6. Trent and I tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you listening to the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first, but then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When you're on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water with your family and friends. Be ready when that first nice weekend hits. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski-endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of Highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 